This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, episode 14, Thomas the Tank Engine, for January 1st, 2018. Happy New Year, and welcome back to the Popular Apocrypha Podcast. It's 2018, bros. Bros. <clears throat> bros? Yeah. Bros. And it's the first podcast of the new year. How are y'all doing? Good. Hopefully 2018 will treat me better than 2017. Uh, oh, wait, but I got married in 2017. Barely. Basically 2018. Yes. It still counts. I got married in 2017, like the middle of it. Yeah, I did yeah. not. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Logan. Your host. I'm, I'm Yuri. No, you're not. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> it's a throwback to the last episode. I still love that character. It's good. I love it's that really character. golden character. You know who else we need to introduce? Audible. We need to introduce Audible. Wow. With their... Oh, shut up, Audible. Shut up, I'm doing their ad read. With their over 180 some odd thousand titles to choose from, Audible is an award-winning Amazon audiobook service, and they've partnered with us to bring you a free month trial and a free audiobook if you sign up. So if you sign up for Audible, you can get such titles as Murder on the Orient Express. Hey, uh, that's a cool book. Yeah, it's uh, narrated. There's a number of versions, but the, the top version is narrated by a full cast, including such names as Tom Conti, Jane Asher, Ruta Gedmintas, and I'm going to stop trying to pronounce this. <laughs> <laughs> going, going, <Yep>. on. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, th- thanks Audible for sponsoring this podcast, and thank you for um, uh, going and checking it out. Uh, you can check it out at uh, audibletrial.com slash popapoc. That's audibletrial.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c for your free month-long trial and free audiobook as well. Thanks Audible, and thank you listeners for checking that out for us. So, interestingly <laughs> enough, it is the 1st of January, and we're tackling somebody who is number one. And I'm not talking oh about God. Robbie Rotten. Or Smitty Warburton Yeagerman Jensen. And if you or... listen to the last episode, you know what we're talking about already. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're tackling Thomas the Tank Engine. He was number one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is number one, Riley. Yeah. He always will be in our hearts. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that joke just poop. So the three of us, right, all grew up watching Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah. right? Yeah. Very, very nostalgic for a bunch of us. For a lot of other people, too, I'm sure. Uh, So I'm going to give a brief description just to kind of refresh our memories and uh, introduce the audience. If they don't already know who Thomas the Tank Engine is, Thomas the Tank Engine had his origins in a children's toy when the Reverend Wilbert Audrey built a small wooden train out of the end of a broomstick for his son Christopher, which he accompanied with various tales of the exploits of this little engine in 1942. Three years later, he decided to publish these stories, and although the character of Thomas didn't even appear in the first book of these stories... Uh, Thomas soon became the favorite character of the audience and the main protagonist of the entire series. In 1979, British writer and producer Britt Allcroft came across the books and decided to make them into a television series, which has since become successful worldwide. The show, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, later shortened to Thomas and Friends, features Thomas the arrogant but warm-hearted engine and other trains on the island of Sodor as they go on various adventures and mishaps. Mordor? 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 Sure. <laughs> Crossover event. <laughs> no. But I would uh, recommend that uh, the listener would look into the, the rabbit hole that is the history of Thomas the Tank Engine. 
You wouldn't think that something that has only lasted for like 70 years would be so rich in a lot of stuff happening, but it had a lot of stuff happening. And the lore of this world is really big too. Name some big events. Uh, like <laughs> the original company who owned it, well, it was bought like four or five times uh, throughout its history. Now it is owned by Mattel. Oh. Interesting. Of course. And yeah. From and, Mattel. Yeah. Hasbro for life. Probably going to be owned by Disney in Hashtag like 10 years. Hashtag not spawn. That's the finishing of the hashtag. Hashtag not spawn, but we could be. Yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting to, to see like the history of like the TV show and how much uh, Britt Allcroft, who was a genius, by the way, uh, was involved and how much like uh, the U.S. got involved with uh, presenting Thomas to an American audience by producing uh, what many people know to be Shining Time Station, which I don't know if you guys heard of that. It was it was a short run uh, in the 90s. It was like it, it was kind of like a, a kids sitcom style in this uh, really happy train station that was live action. And then uh, certain parts of the show, uh, a conductor would tell stories of Thomas the Tank Engine mm. to some of the kids. Huh. And that's where they would introduce Thomas. <clears throat> to like to an american audience interesting so yeah i think that's really interesting and some of the narrators in there include ringo Starr, alec baldwin george carlin so lots of lots of famous people involved big big famous names yeah so thomas the tank engine has been pretty big over over time it's been been going so uh i want to start out with a game to start out right my body test you guys' memories and possibly uh thinking abilities oh god so i call this game Tank or prank? So, uh. I'm Jared Leto. <laughs> no. We do not recognize that. <laughs> uh, so, as I said before, the lore of Thomas the Tank Engine is very big. In fact, uh, there, there are quite a lot of characters, so much so that Wikipedia had to divide all the characters into seven separate pages of lists. Wow. Yeah. Category or, or different or, categories, yeah. Okay. So like there was a page on different uh, railway engines, specifically like a different type of railway engine, specifically uh like uh non trains, uh like people, uh film characters. There was it was extensive. So. I have a brief question for the game. Would mm-hmm. you credit Thomas Strange Engine with being the origin of cars? Like cars Pixar movie? Question. Yeah. I'm sure there was some inspiration there. Yeah, that makes sense. Same with like JJ the jet plane. <clears throat> yeah. Or I, know. I think I heard. I think I have actually heard that Thomas the Tank Engine was a direct like inspiration for JJ the jet plane. Oh, that I'm makes sense. Pretty sure. Like anthropomorphizing planes, trains, vehicles, and automobiles. Vehicles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I am going to uh, give the name of a character from Thomas and Friends. Oh God. Uh, you two. Have to guess whether it is the real name of a character from Thomas and Friends, okay. or made up by me. Okay, that's it. Uh, yeah. What do we get if we win? Uh, love and admiration. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Fresh you ready? Out of that. Tyler V. Riley, Dawn of Justice. Yes, please. Do you guys want me to ask you both of them at once, or do you want me to ask uh, you them separately? I think, I think at once. Okay. Okay. So. First name. You have to guess Tank or Prank. Tank being a real name, Prank being a not right. real name. Right. Okay. Number one. Diesel 10. 
Diesel 10? Diesel 10. I can spell it for you, but I can't tell you anything else. As in diesel, like D-I-E-S-E-L, number 10. See, I remember a character named Diesel. I don't remember a number after it. But there might have been, but it might have just been abbreviated to being Diesel. And it might have actually been Diesel 10. I don't know. So. Prank. I'm going to go with Tank. It is Tank. Uh, yeah. It is the villain in the movie Thomas and the Magic Railroad. I remember it being more of a meaner. That's a uh, technical If term. you remember, it's a the meaner. one with yeah. like the weird claw on yeah. top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see the movie, but it's like variations of that one were in other, other shows. Fun story. That is the first movie I saw in theaters. Cute. I was like five years old. Cute. Aww. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, number two. You ready? Yep. Riley's going to like this one. The Flying Scotsman. Prank. Tank. Tank. Prank? Yep. Tank. Ah. Hey, one for one, yeah. baby. Uh, you remember the char- You remember the character Gordon? Yeah. Uh, this is his brother. Oh. And I guess he's based on a real steam train. So Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I might I might add that there are so many characters in this that pretty much any like normal name is a name of a character in Thomas the Tank Engine. This is known. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why these are going to be probably more unique names, just to kind of throw you guys off. So this is known. <laughs> okay. So number three, ready? Pneumonia. Prank. Prank. It is prank. Still one one. Yeah. But if he were real, he'd all be he'd always be sick. Oh, two two, I guess. Two two, two two, two twos. Okay, <laughs> ready? Number four, Mighty Mac. Tank. Prank, because he's a character in like the punching game. It is Tank. Uh, That's Little Mac. You're thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. He's he's actually uh, basically the cat dog equivalent. He has two faces. Really? Uh huh. Man, this yeah. is bringing back memories. Whew. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? ready? Number five, UB zero four blaster. No, prank. No way. I mean, I'm at a disadvantage. I I have to even out with you, right? You said prank? I said prank. Tank. It is prank. <laughs> but if it were real, it would be a steelman flying type and hang out in an alternate dimension, <laughs> occasionally going out into the Alola region as an ultra beast. Prank. It's a Pokemon. And you're 4-2. Also known as Celesteela. Is there any way I can catch up to this point? Uh, yes. There are 10 questions total. And we have four left. I can make the last two questions double. Worth two points? Yeah, yeah let's do that. I can do that. Let's do that. Okay. Number what? Six? Yeah. Waroosh. Would you like me to spell that for you? Yes. Okay. W-A-R-O-O-S-H. Go with tank. Prank. It is prank. Ah, okay. Catching up, catching up, catching up. But I'm sure he'd go really fast if you were real. Waroosh. <laughs> okay. Number seven. You ready? Ready. Dusty Crop Hopper. All right. Tank. Tank. That is prank. That is the main character in Disney's Planes. Uh, balls. <laughs> no. Yeah. Lightning Queen. I, I consider putting <laughs> So what, what are we at now? We're on nine. No, no, no. What, what's the score? score? I'm one ahead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So number eight. Are these worth, is this one? No, this no, is not two yet. Not yet. The next one. <laughs> Bullstrode. I need a tank. Bolstrode? Bolstrode. Do you want me to spell that for you? Yeah. Yeah. B-U-L-S-T-R-O-D-E. Yeah, I'm going to go with tank. <sighs> tank or prank? Okay. Tank? Tank. Okay. okay. So still... We're still even. He's still a barge even. who eventually becomes a children's playground. That's cute. Aww. Uh, okay. Let's destroy that mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> so, number nine. These are the Children's two. graveyard. Okay. 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> wow. A floating child <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> okay, so, number nine. X. Like the letter X? The letter X. Oh, that's, I don't know. Prank. I've got to go with Tank then. It is prank. <laughs> You're I'm, one ahead. I'm one ahead. But I'm sure if it were real, it would either be a sexy spy engine or a gritty anti-hero. Ooh, a sexy spy engine. Mm -hmm. It goes chugga, chugga, chugga. <laughs> chugga, chugga. And then when it blows steam, it goes, ha. <laughs> 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 I'm awful. <laughs> okay, last question. Okay. Uh, it could be either way. You're ahead by one, right? I'm yeah. ahead by one, but it okay. could go either way. Riley's ahead by one. Okay, number ten. Logan. I don't know. I'm gonna tank. Now, you could also go with tank and protect yourself. I could protect myself. Or you could go with prank to go for the risk, but he might win if he was right. What's more exciting? More exciting is if I go opposite of you. That's true. Prank. It is? It is Tank. Yeah! <laughs> Tyler wins! And so, Logan I get was... I affection and you don't, huh? <laughs> but Logan, you wanted to be... What? In, uh, you wanted to be a train. You wanted to be a train, right? So, Logan was a book-exclusive character, and according to, Wiki oh. according, according to Wikipedia, it is a strong steam shunter. So I would like you to refer to me, please, <laughs> as a strong steam shunter. What do we call Mr. Snip Snips? <laughs> He's still Mr. Snip Snips. <laughs> so, Mr. Snip Snips. <laughs> so that's the game. Nice. Well, Freaking lost. I mean, there are a lot of weird names out there, like Stepney, uh, Scarlowy. Also, James. It's not weird. That's but both like, of our no, like, names. That's just, that's one well, of yeah, the I mean, not I mean, weird. The main ones are like Thomas, Edward, yeah. Henry, Gordon, James, Toby. Henry was my favorite. Harold, Harold the Helicopter. I hated Harold. Really? Just I, liked, I liked Harold. Terrence. It's about trains, okay? Well, I mean, there's like Terrence the, the tractor, or the... Yeah, it bothered me tractor. too. Yeah. And then the uh, Birdie the bus. <laughs> yeah, not okay. <laughs> what about Sir Topham Hat? Did you well, like Sir Topham Hat? that was a person, Hatt? and persons are supposed to be in trains, so I was more okay with that. Still a little bit bothered me. Oh, get inside me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. There's our explicit well, tag. <laughs> Can we get a soundboard for an explicit tag? <laughs> Sorry, I had to make Explicit. Joke. I had to get it out of the way right now at the beginning yep. of the episode. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start talking about Thomas the Tank Engine. What do we want to say about him? I have a suggestion. And okay. this is something... That I remember thinking when I was little, I always thought that it was the case. I, I now I just want it to be the case um, that Thomas the Tank Engine, that world, that island, and Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh world are in the same universe. See, it's interesting because in researching this, uh, I found that a lot of people said there were a lot of similarities because they both had the same kind of origins, where it's a father telling stories to their son, right. Christopher. Uh, and then eventually putting them into book form. I, I would like them to be not necessarily at the same place or time, but just within the same universe. I would like that. I think that that would be cute. And we haven't addressed Winnie the Pooh yet as a character. Yeah, true. So, so I, I want to leave that alone for the most part, but I would love it if they were in the same universe, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see the children's book about it. 
Like about them together. Yeah, I'd love to see the pictures. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Or Thomas accidentally runs over Winnie the Pooh. Oh my gosh! Wow. Sorry. No. I don't know what's happening in this episode. I'm being really awful. It would be, it runs over Eeyore and Eeyore just accepts it. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Ruin your childhood. It's okay, Pooh. This is how I wonder. <laughs> See, the, the 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 funny one would be if he like ran over its tail, and then right. the tail was ripped off. Right. And then the deviant art comic about it is, is over sexualized. Runs over it, and it's over sexualized. Eeyore is like, oh, <laughs> pull on my tail more. <laughs> or don't. It doesn't matter. Is like Thomas. Too anthropomorphic, well, or not enough? Because he doesn't really talk, right? Oh yeah, he talks. He talks. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's got a face that talks and everything. It's just. I think it just makes facial expressions. No arms well, or hands. In, in the original, I think it was just wasn't just facial expressions. In, in the show, the narrator does all the voices. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes but he still says like, like like I mean Thomas speaks in the yeah. stories. But all, all the it's the do. narrator saying Thomas's lines, yeah. but it's Thomas saying later that on. Makes sense? Yeah. Later on, Thomas is, or the trains are given their own voices. Yeah. It's yeah. still the narrator saying, like, and then uh, Thomas, Thomas shouted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should John, uh, John Boyega voice Thomas? I have an idea for John Boyega, and I will get into that later. Okay. Oh, he But what about what about who would voice Thomas in today? I feel like we'd have to decide that later on. Uh, you're right, you're right. After more character and stuff. Yeah. So, you said that Thomas is usually an arrogant but warm-hearted engine, right? Yes, but it's interesting because before he was, like, the main, main character, right. he was more like the the young, cheeky one who, like, wanted things his way. Kind of like the young teenager that, like, you kind of, kind of don't really like that much, but kind of like him for his flaws. So the young bastard child of the respectable trains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the young Jon Snow. Yeah. But, but later on, he's given more admirable qualities. So would we say we let, we think that... The, see, I thought that what he is now is a little bit too bland, a little bit too Mary okay. Sue. And he should probably go back to being like the... The egotistical, I want everything to be my way. I'm not going to ask for help from anybody. That kind of, that kind of train. And then go out by himself and go and get into trouble and then learn his lessons. Do my own thing. Yeah. Does he actually learn lessons or does he just fail? Or does he succeed in being terrible? Well, because I mean, like, I I just remember one. That's kind of winter themed, uh, where he goes out without his uh, uh, snow pusher thing on the front of him, Mm -hmm. and then he gets trapped in the snow. Uh, and so he has to rely on somebody else to get him out. I don't remember who. I bet it was Henry. Henry's the best. No, it was Terrence. It was Terrence. That's Doesn't right. Matter. Henry's the best. <laughs> Henry was the one who got stuck in the the, the train tunnel because I that he that was moved. James. No, that was that was Henry. Damn it! That was the first TV show, by the way. I love that one. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah, which was kind of a weird story. Come to think it's of it, it's great. It's classic, but it's weird. Super weird. What do you think, Riley? You've been quiet over there. Well, how do you think Thomas should be, personality-wise? Yeah. What on the Myers-Briggs would you put? <laughs> Is there? Thomas I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up Thomas the Tank Engine Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs? I think Thomas should be a jock. Really? Why? I don't know. He, like, bullies other tanks. Okay. I'm on board with mm. that. 
Because, I mean, like, Gordon and Henry kind of bully other tanks. I remember Gordon does, yeah. Or Thomas James does a little bit. Not as much, though. He's just kind of not super self-aware. Or he's a train that uh, doesn't know what he's doing, but ends up being successful. As opposed to the train that thinks he knows what he's doing and ends up not being successful. I like that. Can we add in one more thing? Hmm. What if... Thomas is super not self-aware and thinks that Thomas... Thomas thinks that he's a human. So he goes to hug people and runs them over? What? I mean, how, the, how, would he not, how would he not know that he's... How would he know? How he would he think he's super, super not self-aware? Yeah. He has to go to the prom and can't go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like wants to... Always wants to try to leave the train tracks and doesn't understand why he can't just walk over there. That's really sad. Brutal. I feel like brutal. he wouldn't be able to do his job that well then, because like he pulls coaches for a living. He doesn't really make a living. He doesn't get paid. He's trained. Well, yeah, but that's his job. That's his. That's his purpose. Wow, we're getting deep. His purpose. I'm talking his about purpose. purposes. What is your purpose? Monty anyway. Python reference. <laughs> okay, so maybe not thinks that he's a train. I mean, thinks that he's a human. What about think he thinks that he's something else though, other than a train? What about he wants to be human? Wants to be human. Like a oh, Pinocchio. Be a real boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Pinocchio trains. What if he's kind of <laughs> oh jealous of humans, so he's a little bit bitter toward them? Ooh. Oh. And that leads to his kind of arrogant side and wanting to like, like do things on his own. But yeah, he's, he's secretly jealous, but he's not he's not willing to admit that. Yeah. Or he's jealous so jealous that he tries to kill people and ends up helping them by accident. <laughs> Give me an example. Like somebody is choking. He runs into them and accidentally, like, Heimlich's them. When he was trying to kill yeah. them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or he sees the conductor standing on the track, and he's like, finally, my chance for revenge. And he, like, goes after the conductor. The conductor, like, meanders out of the way, and he can't stop in time. So he, like, clears the rubble out of the way, or he, like, I don't know. It sounds like the horror movie Rubber, but for a train. <laughs> well. Uh, I mean... I mean. But I, I like the idea of being jealous of humans. I'm not so keen personally on the idea of like wanting to kill humans, but it secretly helps them. He likes that they can create life, and he too wants that power. That's deep. Also, I'm I know gonna, where you're drawing that from. <laughs> I know exactly where you're drawing that from. I was about to say something. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> say it. He wants a penis. <laughs> Why do you think he wants a penis? Yeah, sexist. Maybe he wants to create by budding. Yeah, asexual reproduction. <laughs> By <laughs> little round baby trains. By meiosis, meiosis, by just becoming two trains, two smaller when, trains. When there's a split in the track, he just heads straight for the split. And like, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And then one of them is super jealous of humans, and one of them is like super kind to humans. Maybe Thomas has multiple personality disorder. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just shaking his head. <laughs> See, I have an idea kind of along those lines. Okay, I want to hear it. What if there is like a regular character added that is Thomas's conductor? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who regularly talks to Thomas, and it's kind of like a Yugi Yami situation yeah. okay. where they kind of have a quote unquote inner dialogue. So, what do you guys think about that? If we add like another secondary character that. Kind of like does the Thomas conductor, is Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket. Yeah. Does the conductor yeah. actually exist? Or is it all in Thomas's head? Or sort of head. Train head. Train head. Well, <laughs> That's I mean, something else. <laughs> I mean, he has to have a conductor, right? Or do you guys remember in the show if they could if they could move on their own? Mm-hmm. Okay. But if they you, like, can run out of coal, though, which is well, interesting. Yeah. 
They have to have like somebody, you know, something keeping them up. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone else heard that <laughs> except for you two. Um, I said me too. <laughs> but should he have somebody like another character like inside him? <laughs> <laughs> the pause. The pause just made that so good. <laughs> I think that he should have two characters inside of him at all times. More the merrier. <laughs> What if murder on the Orient Express happens inside Thomas? Ooh. And Thomas feels conflicted because he knows who did it, but he can't tell him. No, anybody. Thomas is the murderer. I have no mouth, Whoa. but I must scream. <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> Thomas is like one of those like organic like vessels in like sci-fi yeah. where he, he can have like a tentacle inside and he can just like put it through somebody. <laughs> yep. I, I like the idea of having Murder on the Orient Express, like that storyline, happen on Thomas. Or turn, cool. turn Thomas the Tank Engine, the entire series, into a CSI, and different crimes happen inside Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> How many crimes could you have happen inside Thomas? He's very unlucky. <laughs> very unlucky. CSI, Sodor. <laughs> I like it. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> It's like a mashup between uh, a mashup between the Thomas theme and a Who song is the theme. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Who are you? Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I, I love that. That's amazing, and that leads to to like because Thomas is constantly aware of all of those things happening. He sees the. Hor- the horrible atrocities committed by humans, and then the other humans have to pick up the pieces. And he sees both sides, and he doesn't know how to feel about humans because partially he's jealous of their ability to find such compassion and resolve and solidarity with others, but also how horrible human beings can be. What if the trains get involved in the uh, investigation and they're the humans knowing about it? But they're usually the ones ending up solving the case. Like, leading to the solving of the Because, it, I mean, Thomas Tangan, it has to be out of the trains. Right, first of all. Obviously. So, like, what if they are the ones, like, investigating? They're behind the scenes, putting yeah. all the pieces together for the human beings. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Solving mysteries. Can Thomas be the one that puts sunglasses on? He goes, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He's the one making really bad puns. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Made Thomas a mystery story, this like crime show. Yeah. yeah, but like not like a jokey crime show, like yeah. serious like, crime show. Yeah, pretty decent. Like, yeah, drama yeah. procedural. Yeah. So if we're gonna go serious, then we should probably change the way that their faces look. Rather than being these like super cartoonish characters, they should probably look more realistic, which would be super creepy looking. Yeah, that would be really creepy. But, and, like Shark Tale creepy. Yeah. Oof. Ugh. Ugh. Shark Tale. Mm. Oh, okay. Forget at the car wash. I haven't seen it. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay. I want, like, okay. super anthropomorphic okay. faces, then. No, I don't. I don't want to. Do you want any faces? I think their faces should stay the same. You think? I think because it's kind of ironic, then, in, in the super dramatic procedural. I think they should okay. look normal on the outside. But have them all be coal, like coal-oriented trains, and their faces appear in the fires. Ooh, 
But they're the cartoonish faces. So then the investigators have to consult the trains. Like the investigators know that the trains are alive. The trains, but no one else knows. The trains are the witnesses. One one investigator. Yeah. Only one can consult with the trains. Can converse with the trains. Had a serious incident on a train years ago. Led to him having a special connection with all trains. But like in in the show, (laughs) everyone can communicate with the trains, though. Yeah, well, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, well, I don't like that. <laughs> Let's change it. We can do whatever we freaking want. Yeah. What do you think, Logan? I think we could do that. Should I get into my John Boyega idea now? Yeah, let's Should do we that. Get any farther? Let's do that. Okay. So. Yes, please. I was thinking Daddy, either about John Boyega. I was thinking possibly if we had uh, gone through with my idea of like having like uh, a specific conductor for Thomas the Tank Engine, it could be John Boyega. Well, that spe- specific investigator. investigator but I was also thinking, what if John Boyega is Sir Topham Hatt? Why not have Topham Hatt be the last name of the investigator? Who is John Boyega? Yeah. Okay. I don't see why this can't all work out. Like, okay. in an alternate reality where trains remain the primary mode of transportation, cars don't come about, and then we have to create a crime force that deals with crimes that occur on trains because trains technically cross state boundaries. Well, it's on an island, right? Are we going to change that? Oh, then it's just the island force. Yeah. Okay. Law and order train unit. Tank dun, dun, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so John Boyega's main character as Sir Topham Hatt investigating train-related crimes. Agreed. That's and he's awesome. the only one that can talk to trains. And sometimes there's a twist where the train is the one who murders. Every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then. And then they have to put it out of its, like, Com- we have to decommission the murder train. That's just murder. I'm on the murder train. But it's, only, but it's only murder from the eyes of John Boyega's Topham Hat character because everyone else is like, it's just a train, dude. Yeah, and no one else believes him, and so he's the only one left to take down the train with the help of the other trains. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's really. And good. Thomas is his is his main. Yeah. His main go-to. His partner. His, his main yeah. squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> his partner. Yeah. The Gus to his Sean. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So who who would voice Thomas? Danny DeVito. <laughs> we need somebody who's got the little bit arrogant, a little bit jealous, a little bit you know compassionate, warm-hearted, all of that. Jason Tom Hiddleston. Statham. Jason Statham is that who you said? <laughs> Bruce Willis. That would actually be really funny. It Arnold should be Schwarzenegger. He should be like wisecracking though. Thomas should be like the white oh, yeah. one. For sure. Who's the guy that plays Rocket but, off of Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, oh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah. That could I really don't want to force Bradley Cooper into being typecast as a train, though. <laughs> but Thomas has to be like the, the comic relief, but also the Ryan one who's Reynolds. kind of a little arrogant. And he would jump on board so Deadpool, bad. jump on board! We're done. That's <laughs> it. Done, done. Thank you for joining us. That's been us. <laughs> that was actually that was our intentional, finale. and I kind of hate myself. <laughs> But yeah, but Thomas has to be the one who's kind of still arrogant, but like he kind of he kind of goes off by himself to uh, try to investigate the crime. He still he still we keep the the same kind of trope of him trying too hard because he's too arrogant, too egomania, egomaniacal. Ryan but, Reynolds, but on but failing. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, and John Boyega team up in this new hit movie. Did you hear? Can that Ryan Reynolds is going to play Detective Pikachu? Yes. Wait, what? Let's not talk going, about it. First of all, there's going to be a Detective Pikachu movie. Where first Pikachu of all, speaks Detective Pikachu. Pikachu is a game. <laughs> 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 
where Detective Pikachu walks around, who talks, by the way, and solves uh, mysteries in a, an urban Japanese environment. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the video where whatever the first the first movie where Pikachu speaks English, whenever, whenever that is. That's I Choose You. Yeah. So, New did, one. have you seen <laughs> the video of people's reactions to that in the theater? No. <laughs> it's like this like 40-year-old man that stands up and is like, fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> Can we have Samuel L. Jackson voice Thomas? I, I want Ryan Reynolds. Samuel L. Jackson should voice like one of the other yeah, two. Like, like James. Uh, James. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah, let's let's assign voices to the other shit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Percy. Percy is kind of like a little bit of a ditz, kind of like big head. Jennifer right? Lawrence. <laughs> Tyler and I just look at each other. <laughs> yeah, literally Tyler and Logan just like look out of the corner of their eyes at each other. They don't have to all be guys. No, I agree. They shouldn't be. Percy is like the young one, the rookie on this. Patricia. Persia. 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 Persian rug. Kind of sexy. Kind of goofy. Boom. All Jennifer Lawrence. Or, uh, who's in the new Ghostbusters movie? Uh, not a lot of people. Uh. Who are you talking about? The. Saturday Night Live? The Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, but who, which part of that but movie which are you talking person? about? The. Uh, was she the lead? I don't remember. They were Dang like it. Four leads. Starts with an M. Kate McKinnon? No. Uh, this is gonna bother me now. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> was she. Sigourney Weaver should totally play the. Was she in the second one? <laughs> no. I don't think oh, so. I wish she could. I haven't seen it. Chris Hemsworth was in it though. Uh, Ghostbusters. What if it was like a bunch of like people that are like known for doing the Marvel stuff? So Melissa McCarthy. Oh, gotcha. No, she her. would be great. As Percy. That's yeah. kind of more of a comic relief. Yeah, yeah. But Jennifer Lawrence should be somebody. One of the Can Jennifer cars. Lawrence be like one of the coach cars? One of Thomas's coach cars? Annabelle or no? Clarabelle? What are their names? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just Chris things. Pratt? Chris Pratt can be like the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can be freaking JJ. Who should, yeah, fucking fine. Who should, who should be Gordon? That yeah, needs to be Danny like, DeVito. Yes. <gasps> he doesn't have like a commanding, intimidating voice though. No, you're I feel right. like it has to be like a... Who's the guy that uh, he has a super long mustache and he's in like the OK Corral? He has a really deep voice. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He does the Ford commercials now. Sam something? Yeah, Sam. Oh, Sam Elliott. Yes. That would be good. That'd be really good. That would be great. Actually, that'd be fantastic. Can we... But only if we can also give Gordon a mustache. (laughs) Um... Again, obviously. <laughs> also, have you guys realized that Terrence the Tractor has a widow's peak? I was noticing that when looking at my at my toys for research. I can't even think of what Terrence the Tractor looks like, so... I can show you a picture while you guys keep talking. Okay. So, Do I Henry. really like this. We need to figure out who Henry is, and then I think we're good on... What about, what about Toby? I really like Toby. Toby was my favorite character. Okay, so Toby and Henry. What was Toby like? I don't remember. Toby was the, the brown tram car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Toby the Tramcar. Uh, Toby Terry. should be Josh Gad. I could see that. It would fit. Yeah. Henry, a little bit of a jerk, a little bit of a nice guy, all around confused. Who's, who's the guy that plays, uh... <laughs> this creepy picture about me. He has a widow's peak. Terrence the Tractor has a Who's the guy peak? that plays Scar? Oh, And okay. also the new butler in the Batman movie. Um, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be really Chris good. Henry? Yeah. Yeah. Be okay. prepared. <laughs> I definitely Excuse feel like me. we didn't get enough female characters, but I know, as you said, I mean, that there are enough characters in the Thomas the Tank Engine lore that 
And there aren't that many female characters in the Thomas lore, to be really? honest. Yeah. Okay. There's Lady. There's Mavis. There's... Mavis. Yeah. They, they were, like, the two main ones. And there were, like, Henrietta, which was uh, Toby's uh, coach car. Mm-hmm. And then the... the so, Clarabelle and Anna or whatever. To the engine, that's what yeah. I'm hearing here. So who don't really have... Who can't really do anything without their engine. Yeah. Do we want to make nope. Thomas as a tank engine seeing the murders happen the like mysterious all-knowing consultant versus the partner and then have a female like co-investigator with John Boyega? I feel like I, I w- Or do we want to make Thomas kind of naive and like I kind of know what's going on. This is how much I can help you. I like that more. Yeah. Or like he thinks he knows what yeah. went on. He might be wrong. Yeah. yeah. The fa- needs definitely some fallibility. Like, no, 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 John Boyega. This is how it went. Yeah. Is he kind of fallible because he has to communicate with his tram cars? Like, it's like a line of, or like his, just, his passenger. Know. No, that's just his day job. Okay. Is pulling passengers. Okay. Like, sometimes the, the investigations might not actually have happened on Thomas. They might have been yeah. on a different train. Or, like, or in the train station. Or in the train mm-hmm. station. Just John Boyega, just Or on Thomas the train. Is... Or, or, I mean, on the... On the... Railway lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No train around. Yeah. That we know. Thomas is just John Boyega's go-to. To solve the case. His boy. 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 Boyega. 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 John Boyega. Okay. Rosalina <laughs> and Luma. Okay. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this. I like this. It's kind of serious, kind of goofy. Coming together. Kind of mixture. Coming together. A little bit like the uh, live-action uh, Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do we change anything about Thomas as a... As a character, do we still um, want to keep him like kind of naive, but also kind of cocky? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like, like, like we've said before, like he thinks he knows what's going on, but he doesn't actually. And sometimes he goes out to try to solve the case, but on his own. I like the he's torn between being jealous of the humans and like distaste for them, given what he sees different humans doing. Like he's he has that. Yeah, because his relationship with John exactly protects people, and then a relationship. Yeah, yeah, Sir Top of Sir, Sir Top of Hat. You're rad. He just has like a badge in the center of his hat. Sure. Also, <laughs> also Sir Topham Hat was fat in the main story. So can we have John Boyega put on a few pounds before he takes this role? I, I would say let's leave that up to John Boyega. Oh, okay. Personally. Yeah. He can wear a pillow under his, <laughs> you do under you. his shirt. I kind of want him to wear like still the same size of clothing, like really long, and the same kind of clothing. clothing. But still be like his trim figure, and so like when he runs, it like flows in the wind and stuff. Yeah. Kind of like a Sherlock trench coat. Kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. Be good. Yeah. Be good. So I had another kind of question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The time period in which Thomas takes place is kind of obscure. Basically, I think what people have uh, determined is that it takes place uh, between the two world wars. Huh. Usually, about right. so, some of them say it, it takes place in just an alternate dimension where all this no wars happened. Yeah, or it doesn't matter if they happen or not. But would you say like the clothing and the technology should stay the same, or should they introduce some new things? So, like I kind maybe they're, of they're at risk of being uh, upended by electric trains. I kind of touched on this point where I do think that the trains in this alternate. I think it should be an alternate. <laughs> Reality. Me too. The trains remain the main mode of transportation, mm-hmm. which allows for allows for multiple adventures to happen, and also maybe even 
transoceanic trains have been invented and so or transoceanic routes and so even though this takes place mainly on the island maybe there's a time when Room to you explore other mm-hmm. worlds or you know go to 100 acre wood yeah or go visit um jg to the jet plane or uh yep. the jolly green giant and <laughs> Michelin Hellboy man. I was I like the idea of having it like technically like the time of it being between World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if it's World War Two doesn't happen, at least not the same way, and alternate reality where everything is more like it's been steampunkized a bit more. So you have more steampunk esque trains and yeah. gadgets and things like that. At least on the island and like that is expanding outward to the rest very slowly, like the rest of the world at a slow rate. What if the Isle of Sodor is kind of like Dinotopia? Yeah. Where they have no contact with the outside world? Except every now and then a train makes its way through the treacherous trans-oceanic whatever. Trans-oceanic railroad. The Transatlantic Railroad. Dang, that sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And like, there's a full feature-length movie about going across why there's very few trains that make that trek. Because it's underwater and it was built in Civil War times. I kind of, if we want to stick with steampunk, I don't think we have the technology to go underwater. I think it should be over water. Over water? Which is why That'd it's scary. That'd be crazy. That'd yeah. be way scary. Because it storms. Yeah. And a lot of things. Monsters. Cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> but surprisingly, there are a lot of crimes on the Isle of Sodor. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's people from the, uh, it's often, not always, people from the outside world. Oh, running away to, from. Trying to get Is there something the, on the island technology that they're maybe, seeking? Or, like the steampunk technology, it's the source of like that technology maybe. Kind of like Dinotopia. Or their cool stuff. mines, or is it like the or Wild that. West of the... Yeah, it's like Wild West steampunk train central. Yeah, like John Boyega has a gun. Yeah. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. It's like a crazy like pistol thing. And occasionally he shoots at Thomas, and Thomas is like, Ow, you chipped my paint. Laugh track. (laughs) Seinfeld and theme. How does John Boyega and Thomas decommission a murderous train? How do they? How do they? The furnace. Push him into the ocean, or the furnace. Or maybe there's just a train jail. No. They put out the furnace? What if there's a volcano on... I mean, it sounds kind of like a Judge Dredd situation where, like, John Boyega is the judge, jury, and executioner. Of the trains. Of the trains. Yeah. But if it's a rogue train, how does... Then it has to be train v. train. Like, Thomas takes it out. And fight. (laughs) Yeah. They play chicken on the same track. See what happens. Then John Boyega flips the lever, which tilts the other train into... It's onto its side, and it can't ever get up again. Just stuck there. I think it might be like a putting out the furnace situation. Or that. Like. But it could always be restarted. He walks through the furnace and is like, like, no, please have mercy. He's like, no, your sense has been judged. And he like pulls out a squirt gun. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) A super soaker. It takes like the first like like twenty squeezes of the trigger to get any water out of the squirt gun. Did you do it yet? (laughs) Oh. But that, that, that leads to enemies being able to return and stuff, too, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. If the embers aren't completely put out. Or if they get restarted by someone. Mm. A ultimate villain. Ooh. Daisy Ridley. Is the villain? Why not? It's kind of, I guess, she could, she could probably play a pretty good villain. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen 
The new one. We haven't seen Force or The Last Jedi, so... Or Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's the murderer or not. True, very true. No one does. Well, yeah, people have seen the movie and read the book. No, but I no mean, one does. <laughs> no. If you've used our Audible code to check out Murder on the Orient Express, <laughs> you'll know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I like this. This is good. Same. What sort of like build is thomas because like he's like in like what does he look like because in like the original like he's like this kind of goofy looking cartoony blue little train i think he should still be blue i think he should still have like a one on his side okay but like a darker blue like okay. a navy blue. And a teensy bit more rust peeking through okay mm-hmm. although he's a relatively young engine yeah compared he's to the rest new of but because the island is so briny and gritty like, gritty like, he, it's he has a more lot. paint than most. Okay. You know what I mean? But, but Gordon he, and Henry are kind of run down. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Still doing their job, but they've been around the block a few times. Yeah. yeah. They've seen a few rogue trains. Seen, they've time. seen things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want them to, like, be able to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, steam coming out yep. of their smokestack, but I mean. They vape. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, Percy vapes. <laughs> the young one vapes. <laughs> don't babe don't do it are you kidding don't do it so what do you think what do you think thomas should look like i think that thomas should have more than just blue like another color well he has like yellow trim mm-hmm. and and some red in there too i like red that's good and obviously black like silver instead of instead of uh it's like, like blue and silver blue blue Maybe silver blue and, and red silver. a little bit of red trim Okay, because like his his quote unquote bumpers are red. Mm-hmm. I think when I picture Thomas's train, like it's it's kind of a derivative of him. But like, have you seen the like the sugarcane trains in Hawaii? Like they're kind of like the really the really thin, still circular engines, very th- slim. You know, like mm-hmm. kind of it would kind of symbolize like his youth, okay. as opposed to the older trains that I picture like being more. Maybe boxy, Get blocky, yeah, yeah, yeah. sharper edges, bigger. And so then his battles, or like him running down other trains, is more stressful because like he might not. He doesn't have the horsepower necessarily. Right. He wasn't necessarily built for power. No. And, and okay. if and if it's a movie or a TV show, at some point you've got to have the you know the classic the the protagonist fails, has their fall, and then gets rebuilt or repaired. Thomas gets derailed. Yeah, mm-hmm. then gets repaired or put back on the track. Maybe as long as you keep, like, the heart coal, then, like, the essence the of... The heart coal. We're talking about the life essence of trains. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to popular apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in the original, they didn't have to have that. They didn't have to be able to move. They were just alive. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, like, I'm still, I'm, I'm still functioning from the perspective that the trains themselves don't have faces. You talk to them through the fire. Right. Oh, okay. But did we ever decide on if they can move themselves in this alternate reality? I think so. Because, like I said, like sometimes because sometimes it's the train who does the murder, first of all. Yeah. Right. And also so they have some... to be self-actionable. I think they run on their own, but only people like that are licensed by the, the train PD can speak to trains. Like, that's a requirement of being a train PD officer is that you can communicate with trains. So only yeah, like the trains. The trains 
came about somehow in this world. Like no one really knows the origins of them, but they Before were here humans. long. I mean, they no, helped. Trains. Yeah, trains. like the trains helped the humans get around. They should probably look a little bit non-human built then. So like a little bit, not like in some sense, a little bit alien per se. A little bit organic. Yeah. I mean, like if in this world Ooh. no one knows how the trains run, like but, like we know that like the fires keep them going and the steam comes out. But if like no one's ever built a train, Ooh. can they repair them then? Patch them up so. a little bit and like they have, but not build them. Right. Unless the ones that are built are the evil ones. Or they've tried to build them, but they can't imbue them with souls. And those are the ones that are heartless and kill people. Oh, damn. How do you know which one's which? You do the, the replicant check. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> check it for emotions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a steampunk Blade Runner alternate reality, Thomas the Train, Winnie the Pooh, Searching for replicant John trains. Boyega, Samuel L. Jackson, Ryan Reynolds universe. Oh yeah, James has to be in it. As Samuel L. Jackson. Obviously. Like, yeah. Say what again? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Just bumps into him. Say what again? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah. Anything else, Logan? Um, let's see. I really well, like this. I was kind of going to ask, uh, like, about Thomas's backstory, like how he was built. Okay. Or, like, how it was made, produced, born. The island births trains. They just appear on the tracks. Also, do uh, do the trains need humans to maintain them? So, like, kind of in the original, where the trains could move on their own, but they needed humans to, like, fuel them up. It would make sense why, like, the trains would care. And why they would need humans. Right. Why they would keep them around. Yeah. And why they would do and things I mean, for humans. They don't have thumbs. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> So that helps. No. I think if we have transoceanic railroads, mm -hmm. people don't really know where the trains come from. They just show up. They show up, but they they carry people. Can Henry and Gordon be the the weathered guards mm -hmm. of like the entrance to okay. Sodor? Sodor, such a badass name. Mm -hmm. The island of Sodor. Mordor. 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 And James is like the. I don't know what James would be. It's like the Herald. Welcome. <laughs> the Walmart greeter. Yeah. <laughs> the Sodor greeter. I'm fascinated. And I mean, we've got John Boyega, so it's obviously a success. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Is that, is that I like okay enough for your... I like trains. <laughs> is that enough for the answer to that question? I think so. They just appear, kind of. Yeah, like, people don't... Because it's transoceanic, and no one's really been... Because the trains run on their own. Mm -hmm. No one's been taken to the origin of trains. But we know that someone is creating fake trains to try to access the origin of trains. Right. Well, people on the island are. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a deep-held secret in some laboratory deep in, you know, Stranger Things style. Yeah. And they're going fenced off. bad and killing people because they don't have the same need mm -hmm. for people that the other trains do. So then John and Thomas... Ooh, so they're more powerful than mm -hmm. regular trains. ...have to figure out who's doing it. Well, they don't have the connection, right? Because they're like, yeah. oh, humans made me, but... It's kind of like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most of our edits turn into crime dramas <laughs> or like... I mean, you didn't turn into gritty, like... Well, no, I take that back. Because last episode was uh, like a game, game show, show right? yeah. And the episode before that was a... Well, no, well, that was a murder. Yeah. <laughs> the island is actually 
a crashed alien spaceship trains our alien products. Well, where did the humans come from? The island is actually lost. From where, where did the humans come from on this island? They got picked up on the other end of the transoceanic line and eventually brought over to the island of Sodor. So and created a settlement there. Are, are their memories like erased? Once they come to Sodor? No, they just don't know what Sodor is. They just think it's an island. But no, I mean like like the trains that just appear, right? They, uh, they, they appear like at train stations. They think that they're trains. Like, well, I was thinking... Like, do the trains have memories of where they were? Yeah, so the yeah. trains don't appear on Sodor. Uh-huh. The trains oh. appear somewhere in this world. Oh, okay. And they've uh-huh. never taken a human to their birthplace. Like the trains know where they come from. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. so Sodor is like where the this drama is happening okay but there's this other like this whole other part of the world where trains can travel and take people but there's also a part of the world where trains come from and they they don't want to take people there and john boyega eventually goes there but not till like season five or six right Hmm. that's good i like that thank you that clears some things up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah sort of is where bad guys are making trains to try to access the birthplace of trains so that they can control transit. But, you know, it's also like, you know, a lot of people think of it as like, you know, a happy village where trains and humans coexist. Right. Right. But just a lot of bad stuff happens. it looks like on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. But underneath. Dun-dun. Yeah. And all those, like, welcome cards or those greeting cards was like, welcome to Sodor. Yeah. Yeah. Wish you were here. (laughs) (laughs) Wish you weren't here. And then the intro card is like that card and then blood splatters on it and then it's like... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so is it is Sodor then still cut off from everywhere everywhere else? I think so. Okay. Okay. I think part of having transoceanic railroads is that there can be islands. Oh, so it's kind of an alternate universe. Right. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like where a... the entire world is still kind of like oh, okay. ocean and land masses, but everything's connected by railroads. So it's kind of like a How to Train Your Dragon style yeah. universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like I see. It. Yeah, that, thank you. That clears up some of the things that didn't make sense in my head. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I like this. All right. I picture a lot of things in my head and then don't say them out loud. So. <laughs> gotcha. It would be cool to see a map of this. Yeah. Huh. 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 This is kind of how to train your dragon, but with Trend. talking trains. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and murders and John Boyega. And Samuel Jackson, Ryan Reynolds, and Jennifer Lawrence. And don't a lot of star cast. Did we determine who Jennifer Lawrence was going to be? Uh... Said Persia. Percy? Persia. 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 She sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you Logan, said about a train. <laughs> you want Daisy Ridley in there, right? As a, there you go. As a like... bad train or as a bad creator of trains? Or Daisy Ridley? As, yeah. Oh, I think she should be a good train. Oh, you think so? Well, what, Logan, what, what would you like? Daisy You're the Ridley? biggest crush on Daisy Ridley. I don't know. Uh... As the well-meaning creator of the bad train. As the architect? Yeah. How can you be a... Well, meaning You're just creator. trying to create more trains for the world for the, to support the incredibly lacking infrastructure. But then her heart was turned like, how can I make a profit on this? I could see that. She would play a good villain. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Like a misunderstood villain? Yeah. Or who, a misguided villain. Who would play like the main bad guy train though? Like the Diesel 10. Diesel 10. Vin Diesel? Uh, <laughs> yes! Vin Diesel 10. Yes! There we go. Yes. I am Diesel 10. I am, I am Diesel. I am Diesel 10. <laughs> I mean, he's played Iron Giant. Oh, did he really? Iron Giant was wonderful. Yeah, but also not. It's because he had a freaking bump in his head. Yeah, but... What? What? Have you seen Iron Giant? No. I need to, though. I really want to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, to recap... Yep. Looks like we have our new version of Thomas the Tank Engine. Voiced by? 
voiced by Ryan Reynolds, assisted by, who is possibly the main character, Mr. John Boyega, who is Sir Topham Hatton. Uh, yes, thank you. Who is a prime investigator as well as a uh, quote-unquote train whisperer. Who carries a, like, the signature weapon of mm-hmm. the train cops is a Colt Peacemaker. So those okay. Those Wild West guns that, like, the, the barrel is, like... Yeah. A whole foot long. Mm-hmm. And, like, they fire 50 caliber rounds. So that way they can take out trains. What if, what if it shoots explosive ice bullets? So, like, when they, they impact, it, like, freezes, like, a, spa- a splatter. I feel like he should be able to, like, impede a train's progress. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Something. what you said about, the, like, the fire. Like, that, like, using that, that could freeze the train. Just the... It's like it shoots Orbeez. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, keep going. Recap. Keep so, going. Uh, it is a <laughs> it is a dramatic crime procedural. Yep. Where there are various crimes and murders Dun-dun. happening that John Boyega as Sir Topham Hat has to solve with the help of Thomas, his partner, and various other trains that he can talk to. Wait, hold um, on. I have a question. Yeah. Really quick to recap. Would Thomas like? In this train hierarchy, mm-hmm. if you are a good train, do you have more passenger cars? So Thomas, as a new train, doesn't have any passenger cars, which is why he can kind of like, like he and John are the only ones that, like he just sits on Thomas's like coach and they travel around. Cause he hasn't earned his passengers yet. He's so new, he hasn't earned the okay. right to carry passengers But yet. he does, like, later on in the series. Yes. And, and then, then it becomes gets kind of more interesting. Okay. He's like, my my directive, like, my goal is to be a passenger car. Well, that, that was a, a story in, like, the real thing. Right. Like, he... Yeah. He was just kind of the train to like move stuff around the train yep. yard. And he wanted to carry people. And then he proved himself by helping James out of a ditch or something like something that. Something like that. And then he was granted, so like, hey, you're a brave little engine. We're going to give you some passenger cars. So, so you like, can actually have a line. Instead of taking like the the long way. Because that's why all these trains are like old and decayed. is because like it takes a long time to earn your stripes. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to solve crimes. To get, to get that the, trust, and then he gets things like, time. "Well, shoot, now I like I'm doing what I want to do. I don't want to do these anymore." And that's like season three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I have We're purpose safe. now. I have passengers to carry. Yeah. I yeah. can't keep okay. risking them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a turn of conflict. Like the season three finale is that like people are dying on Thomas's engine, and John's like, "What's?" And Thomas is the prime suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh I want to watch it. <laughs> in a in like a steampunk. How to Train Dragons isolated world of like islands and various settlements. It's a much more settlement oriented. Mm-hmm. Where the trains are somewhat organic, very sentient, obviously. I don't think we need even to say that. Uh, but they appear from somewhere that they all know don't where know. they come from. And that's but, the big secret of the series. Yes, the humans don't know. What's in the basement? Yeah, what's in Aaron's basement? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and bad trains, or some sort of bad train, is coming from the Isle of Sodor. Mm-hmm. There is some backstory where there are humans trying to make trains and failing at it, but the trains are still, uh, that they created, are evil, and they somehow try to... They're like sociopathic or psychopathic trains. Mm -hmm. Semi-sentient sort of things. Mm -hmm. Because their goal isn't properly set up. Right. Yeah. And they don't have a symbiotic relationship with humans like the other trains do. Right. Right. They don't have souls. Yeah. Noise. Anything else? Uh, I'm pretty happy. Samuel L. Jackson plays James. Who played Gordon? 
would we say? Vin Diesel plays Diesel 10. Uh, or like, or like the, the evil train. I am Diesel. Uh, it's Diesel. Diesel something. Okay. Diesel uh, Diesel 69. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence plays Persia. Persia. Ooh. The sexy train. Yes. Yeah, and her like her passenger cars are all decked out in like lace. And... Uh, she doesn't have passenger cars yet because she's uh, even younger than Thomas. She's even younger. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Melissa Gordon. McCarthy plays plays somebody. Didn't we say she was Percy? Sure. She can be another. She can be an original character. Yeah, we need more female original trains. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know there are other characters and too. Daisy Ridley is someone. She's a human, right? Yeah. She's a misunderstood. Yeah. 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 What can be uh, what can be like John Boyega's catchphrase? Jinkies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or like Thomas's catchphrase, because he's kind of the comedic partner. Although that's not his only purpose. I shouldn't limit him to that. Yeah. Way to be empowering. James is the comedic re- is the comedy yeah. relief. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a train related pun. It's too late for that. I can't. You just got trains. <laughs> Looks like you just went off the rails. <laughs> Dun dun! dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's the end of the pilot episode. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I'm happy with it. Cool. Okay, cool. Thomas the Tank Engine, Thomas the Murder Engine. No? <laughs> oh, the name of the series? I don't know. I don't know what it would be. It would still be Thomas the Tank Engine, I feel like. Blood and Steam. Thomas and Friends. Thomas and Friends, yeah. There you go. <laughs> do, 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 do. Bum, bum! <laughs> do, 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 do. Bum, bum! It'd be cold-blooded, but spelled C-O-A-L-D. Cold-blooded? Oh, my God. A cold-blooded murder. No, that's the name of, like, an individual episode. Yeah. Yeah. Cold-blooded murder. Yeah. Okay. What's the name of the island? Sodor. Just call it Sodor. Oh, that's good. Yeah? Okay. That'd be real good. Like Gotham? Yeah. That kind of stuff? Okay. No, I like that. That's good. Okay, nice. And, you know, it's not completely dark and dramatic. I mean... You obviously still have comedic elements. Obviously. Like, Thomas still quips. James is a comedic relief. Obviously. Yeah. And you could do, like, the same mystery could be, could span over two episodes. True. Yep. Or an entire season. I'm just going to keep inserting that in as many times as I can. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's it. Unless any of you have anything to add. No. Take us out. All right. Well, thanks so much for watching, listening, or whatever you do to this episode. (laughs) Oh. You can. That's Hello, Chewbacca. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Papapock Podcast, and that is our handle on Instagram as well. You can uh, go to our website, papapock.com. You can leave us feedback on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a contact page on our website. You can also email us directly, uh, popularapocrypha at gmail.com. Uh, we would like to hear from you. What did you think of this episode? You can suggest new characters, whatever you want to. Just tell us something. I don't know. Tell us anything. Tell us how you're feeling. Tell us what you want to do for the new year. Tell us your new year's resolutions. Please somebody stop me. <laughs> I'm going on forever. So before before we roll our next character from the pit, um, just got an announcement. Uh, we're, we're sad to announce that Daniel has decided to leave the podcast and focus uh, his time and efforts on some other projects. Um, uh, he's looking into doing some um, artistic endeavors and maybe some, some more gaming Let's Play things as well. And we wish him the best, and we're excited to see what he does. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll keep in the loop what's going on with them. Um, but yeah, so for the time being, at the very least, you've got, you've got the three of us. White Bread. 
Sorry. The whitest bread that we've got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of red sometimes. That's just when you're... In the sun? Never mind. Wow. So, let's roll our next character for the next episode. My okay. New Year's resolution is to stay married. <laughs> Great right. prospects. I mean, that's not necessarily the healthiest resolution, <laughs> depending on the marriage. Yeah. But All I mean, right. Just, just like in December, like, three more days, three more days. <laughs> And I can file for divorce. Uh, oh God! <laughs> Not saying that you will, but well, God. <laughs> please stop. My New Year's resolution is to get to my YouTube channel up going again. Yeah, yeah, and Twitch. I believe. Follow me on Twitch.tv/heartrightyt. You should do it. Yeah. Popular Pakfa is sponsored by. Just kidding. Yeah. But sort of. Not. But we might start streaming. We might start doing YouTube videos again. Tell us if you want it. Tell yeah. us what games you want us to play. I might start streaking. What you want us to... <laughs> That's the other thing that we do on Friday Oh, wait, night. sorry. Streaming. That's on the every other Friday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's on the odd nights. So, okay, roll for our next character. Our next doing? character is going to be, funny enough that you mentioned him already. John Boyega? Jon Snow. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, I have to watch all of Game of Thrones. I have to read you and to watch all of Game of Thrones. So... Look forward to our next episode about Jon Snow. That's a lot of lore. It's oh, a lot. Oh, boy. It's a lot. So, and it's without complete knowledge, given that, you know, the whole series isn't done. And it's without complete knowledge, considering I've read like a third of the first book. I'm, I'm I caught up on the show. Watch. I'm That's caught up on the show. Well, we'll talk about it. Yep. And we'll see We'll see who hosts that episode. That's appropriate so. for Snow, because it's January. And it's... Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, people. Yep. Have a happy new year. And a blessed day. Or night. Or whatever. I'm married. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I am too. I mean, I'm married. Uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Get inside me.